Yo, 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 guys, what is up? And welcome back to another episode of the Game 6 Clay Podcast. It's your boy, Gotham. My boys, Matt and Chuck. And this is our second All-Star Break Edition uh, episode on the eve of the Warriors uh, restarting their season. Uh, I'm sitting at 29 and 29. Um, and the stretch run is here, guys. This is the one we've talked about. Um, this is kind of what the season's been uh, been getting towards. Um, this All-Star break was the last kind of caveat before before we get into the real hoops. But as always, before we get into it, gentlemen, how are we doing today, brothers? We're doing good. We're doing great. You know, just uh, chilling here out in snowy old Denver. Uh, home you know, of the one seed. Life, baby. Yeah, home of the one seed. Home of the one seed. <laughs> Matt? How you doing, Matt? It's snowing there, Chuck? Oh, yeah. It's February, isn't it? It is. That makes sense. Okay, no, man. We had some cold winds today in Phoenix, man. I'm not going to lie. I had a crew neck and a Sherpa jacket on. So, um, yeah, life is tough out here. No, things are good, man. Uh, I am, uh, I'm, I'm nervous and excited for the season to restart and uh, excited to get into it with you guys. Let's, let's do it, man. It, it was windy out here in the Bay Area as well, um, not snowing, but um, good news today, man. Uh, Steph Curry reevaluated um, or will be reevaluated in one week. Uh, so it looks like Steph's on his way on the mend. Um, Monty Poole came out in 95-7, said that it's probably mid-March, so about two more weeks till, till Steph's fully cleared to play. Um, that's that's exactly the kind of news you kind of wanted to hear uh, going into, obviously, this stretch run. Um, the Warriors got the Lakers, and then I think it's five straight home games um, during this uh, without Steph, maybe a little bit longer than that, but um, this initial kind of part of this last 24 uh, so just talk me through, uh, just to start off there, man, just your thoughts on on Steph's uh, injury, the rehab. Um, how how badly are we going to obviously need to hold down the fort, but just know, having this new timeline of, of two more weeks um, at the at the minimum, hopefully um, for Steph to be back. Just what's your what's your excitement, your concern um, for the team to be able to hold it down again while Steph is Steph is out? Yeah, well, you know, it sounds like he's going to be the original timeline or at least has a chance to beat it. And that's huge when every single game's gonna count. You need your you need your star players back. You need them healthy. Um more importantly, you know, the distance that he I mean, we got what, twenty-four games left. Um, the more distance he can get between his return and the playoffs is great because you want him getting his legs up. Uh, you know, get like feeling in rhythm because we've seen guys this season, you know, struggle to come back from injury. And Steph's usually not one of those guys, but, you know, who knows? So, like, you know, the the earlier he can get back, then the sooner they can get into rhythm, start winning some games and try to, you know, put together a healthy roster down for the postseason because every, every single game he can come back for is going to be massive. Big time. Matt? Mr. Pesters, let's get in. I know, I know, Matt's still a little nervous about, <laughs> about this report. Come on, Matt, talk yeah, to you, brother. Used uh, a couple words. Used excitement and uh, concern. You guys can assume I am uh, leaning towards and bathing in the latter. Uh, you know, <laughs> we. You guys are saying. I know this is reevaluated next week. I I know when I hear reevaluation, that doesn't tell me a whole lot about a whole lot. I usually just think that means they'll tell us it'll be another week or you really be reevaluated afterwards. Uh, I think Kerr on the radio today said seven to 10 games, maybe even more than the 10. Um, that might've been in reference to GP2. Maybe I missed something there, but I think he was talking about Steph there. Um, so 
that's just a long time, man. I don't know. It, it's it's we mentioned it. This is all Western Conference teams going forward, pretty much. I think they have two games against the East. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's the Sixers and the Bucks. Um, and that's that's a great opportunity, but it's also just a great uh there's a lot of potential to fall down in the standings. Wiggins is still out thinking about that guy. Obviously, we have not a lot of info on what's going on, probably deservedly so, considering it's family stuff. But um, I hope he's okay. But they're down two starters. Um, Steph, I'm going to probably go with that Kerr timeline until I hear otherwise, seven to ten games. Um, just just spooky stuff. Spooky stuff for the Warriors. Seven games puts him at March 5th uh, against the Lakers. Um Trying to look at 10 games real quick. That'll put him at the Bucks game on March 11th. Um, that's my cousin's wedding, so I'll be uh, phone fully charged, sitting under the table for sure, um, seven or eight <laughs> drinks deep. Who knows what will happen after that. But anyway, so, yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling too good about this, guys. It's a tough schedule, and not just because it's uh, they're shorthanded. It's the Western Conference. The West got better. We're going to talk about that a bit. But – I, I don't know. I, I told you guys in a text the other day when I was having a moment of despondency that uh, that I think this team's going to miss the playoffs. So I'll get to that. We'll get to that in predictions later on. But um, need they need a lot, a lot to go right for this uh, to uh, the season to end where we want it to. So I'm nervous, guys. I'm nervous. But talk me out of it, please. Yeah, as much as I as much as I'd wish to, you know, uh, make make you not as nervous as as you are right now. Hopefully, I do. But I am also a little nervous, and that that is not uh, par for the course um, with you, boy. Um, just the the whole time I I know when Steph went out, and um, you know we said you know you just got to hold it down. Uh, we made the trade for GP, and obviously we knew what happened there. So it just feels like <laughs> a lot of stuff has not gone our way this season. Um, and that's just that's just been the story of the season. You know, the Warriors are sitting square at 29-29. Um, they're right there. They're I'm not nervous in terms of a of a game's back or games, whatever. It's more so we haven't really seen it yet. Um, we haven't seen the consistent um play without Steph um to kind of hold it down. That that being said, even with Steph, I feel like we've we haven't seen that consistency from this team. And it's not saying that they can't change. I think that we're gonna get into you know what we think needs to happen for this team to obviously string together some wins, but it's a lot to ask for these guys to to hold down a majority of the season. I think Steph missed how many ever games it was in the shoulder and then he came back and and again they you know they're still kind of uh, hovering goes down again and and now obviously with the all-star break you hope you hope you get some you get some refreshed legs um it's going to be a lot on Jordan Poole, Clay, Draymond, Loon, the guys who've carried you this far into the season and and have you in the situation where you're at um so my nervousness is really just I hope that the breaks don't fall off um too early um, for these guys that have, have, have obviously done a lot, um, just minutes wise, we talk about Draymond and Looney, um, the lack of the front court depth. Um, it's, it's really seven, eight guys uh, that are holding this down. And I just don't know if, I just don't know. I got to see it to, to, to believe it, to be honest, but, but having, I will say if, if, with that seven to 10 game timeline, um, five of the, or yeah, five of those are at home. Um, I know you got some tough matches, but you got the Rockets in there. Um, you got the plus is in there. You got the Rockets. You got the. Can I, can I ask you real quick? Lakers twice. Lakers with, twice. With yeah. this team, on a scale of one to ten, how? I mean, again, they should beat the Rockets in yeah. a playoff series right now. Even without Steph, you bet on the Warriors in a one-game middle of the regular season. But we've That's, seen this team. I just want to know how confident you guys feel. One to ten. To beat the Rockets? To beat the Rockets. Oh, come on, bro. I'll give it 8.5. Uh, we at home. Um, but again, the fact that it's not a 10 is a little is a little, you know, it is what it is. But 
it's kind of that's it's kind of it's been the story, man. We we saw this team have that five game winning streak and on in that homestand, and then drop the next three against teams they should have beat. So it's really just about can can they lock in? Um, they've played without Steph. They know how to win without Steph. We know who has to step up um, to win without Steph. Um, and you're right there. The end the, the ends in sight. That's the only like saving grace I have of for these guys. It's not. You know, is Steph coming back a month from now? Is Steph coming back six weeks? You you got two weeks. Can you hold it down for two weeks? You got seven games in there. Just pick up as many wins as you can. You're at home. Um, so honestly, I've kind of talked myself a little off the nervous stage, but it is it, it is there. Like it, the concern is is more so just can they get to the finish line without Steph? Um, without with, with Steph's injury, um, in a place where like Chuck said, can you once Steph comes back? You have I have full confidence in this team to be able to string together a run. I think we've all said it. We've seen it like three, four, five times a season where you know they they look they seem like they're gonna turn a corner and somebody goes down. Um, you know, hopefully Wiggins, uh, you know, prayers out to his family. Hopefully everything's all right. But the quicker you can get him back, um, the quicker you get Steph back, and then obviously GP. Hopefully for the last whatever ten some games. Um, so the 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 formula is there. Um, it's just can they execute? That that's been the thing for the entire season. So it's a, it's a wait and see kind of thing, but tomorrow against the Lakers is, is going to be a good test. Great test against the, a, 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 I don't want to say loaded, but a, a well, well-shaped Lakers team. Yeah. I like the point you made too on, you know, Steph, hopefully, hopefully having his timeline shortened will definitely instill some confidence in the other guys. Because when you look at the games coming up, I mean, Portland, like Portland right now, they've been fading. But they're still up, you know, a game off the Warriors. Uh, they're going to play the Lakers, who are two and a half back. They're going to play the Wolves, who are a half game ahead. I mean, you know, the Rockets are the Rockets. But then you got L.A. Uh, they're two and a half games ahead. New Orleans, uh, they've been slipping, but they're a half game ahead. Oklahoma City, half game behind, like, all of these count, man. Like all of these and, are going to be huge. And it's so it's, any any extra confidence you can give these guys to really step up and perform. Because if you have Steph out, if you have Wiggins out, it's going to be tough sledding. So confidence is a must. Like you can't get you can't get down early and just start to sell these games because you know it's a lesser team. Like without Steph, would choke away all of these games and then be five or six games under five hundred by the time he gets back, and then the season's over. But I think from what we see out of this team, like they're going to fight, they're going to hover around 500 and give themselves a chance. And that's that's the beauty of like the way the Western Conference is shaped up right now. Like if you can win two in a row, like I feel like a lot of these games are going to count for two. Like it's a loss against the other team and it's a win for you. So just the momentum you're going to be able to build. If you can, you know, in that homestand, you take the first two. Now you've got you've got confidence. You've knocked down two two Western opponents. And uh, just each game is going to be, you know, it's been like that all season. Obviously, obviously it's a 500 team. Every every win, every loss is up and down. But if you're able to just string together one to two good, good, good games back to back, just you got to take a game at a time. But the confidence, like you said, the confidence boost you're going to get by knocking down an opponent, um, jumping them in the standings. Like if you're, it's it's a seven to ten. Like if if we're using that seven to ten game thing, I want to say eight of those are probably one of those like two times games, you know, those like key game multipliers you get in 2k that's every single one of these games right now. Like it's, it's <laughs> worth two in, in right now. So you get a win streak or a couple wins is going to do a whole lot for your confidence. That being but a couple losses on the same thing is, is going to set you back twice. So 
Um, it, it's a it's a very very precarious time, but you know that's 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 the that's the that's the predicament the Warriors find themselves in. That's I mean that they didn't take care of business during the season or in game. We talked about it all the time, just dropping all these games. But you are where you are right now. Like you you have twenty four games. It's not you're not even close to being out of it. Um, so it's it's really just about. Can can the defending champs figure this out without their superstar? Yeah. So with that in mind, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I'm also. I was again. I'm just a. I'm like poison in in the form of a bad teacher. You know what I mean? That's me right now. So I I just the margin for error is just so thin right now. It's so thin, and one guy in that top eight goes out. I feel like this all crumbles. I'm just guys. I'm going to need you throughout the next 20, 30 minutes to really. Just to get me out of this deep dark hole I'm in, man. Like, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm uh, not feeling confident about our Warriors. Even just minus Wiggins, minus Steph, um, TBD. You know, I might in ten minutes. You guys know me. Ten minutes from now, I might be saying fifty or fifty-four and, and twenty-eight. You know, so we'll see what happens. In so fact, we have to go back again. Yeah, they'll, they'll we'll, one back. It's okay. Let's look at like for the rest of the season right now. So twenty-four games left. Let's assume you're not going to have Steph and GP. Well, you're probably not going to have Steph for at least the next six, seven games. You're not going to have GP for the next ten, at least. Um, Twenty-four games out. Like, how do we feel about it? What's the what's the record prediction looking like for those last twenty-four? What you got, Gotham? Ah, uh, look, I look, I, I'm I'm never going to bet against this team, even without Steph. So I, I genuinely think my my gut was that they'd go. 17 and seven. And this was before um, the Wiggs uh, situation. Um, I thought Wiggins was playing really well in that Washington game. We missed him in that Clippers um, series. And it's, the team is, is continually gotten, like they've gotten better in terms of like the way they're executing, the way they're playing. I think that just the last part is defense, but the offensive, uh, like just um, the way they're executing on offense, they're putting up points. It's it's not that they're not shy of scorers and people that can can fill up the stat sheet. It's just doing it on a consistent basis. And I genuinely think you got nine days off. None of these guys were a part of All Star break. Uh, obviously, Draymond with the on the sideline, but just playing. You had nine days to to truly just decompress, get out. Um, they've been down in LA for a couple of days now, um, just uh, practicing whatever it was. Um, so I, I genuinely think that this team has um, they they know they knew that like the All Star break was something they were looking forward to, and just in in the ter- in the, in terms of being able to start closing some of these games, um, playing better on the defensive end, it's going to be a collective effort, especially with like you guys said, man, without Steph, without Wiggins, without GP, um, that's two of three two of your three best defenders in Wiggins and Wiggins and GP. So it's going to be a collective effort on the uh, on the defensive end, but they've got guys, they've got Draymond, they've got Looney. They got Dante Kuminga. I'd love to see a lot more Kuminga in this in this next stretch. Um, but we found we've seen this team find ways to win, and that's one thing that this team has picked up this season. If they haven't had it already, playing without Steph and Wiggins for such long stretches is they're not like you said, Chuck earlier. They're not they're they're not they're not going to go down without a fight. Um, so I have I have no doubt that they have the ability to hold down the fort. Um, you know, playing at home, especially um, for the, the for the initial part, um, without Steph and Wiggins, um, is going to be huge. Uh, just to have those that comfort of they're a good home team. Um, we've seen it all season. Um, so my real concern is when Steph comes back, they have I think ten games, eight of those or nine of those are on the road or something like that. Um, I don't know what the breakdown is, but it's a it's a massive like road, um, patch in there. So it's it's can they can they take care of business on the road and. You know, just with the amount of games that they've lost on the road, I feel like 
six or seven of them have been just punted away. Um, so it's just about cleaning up the small things. Um, can you execute down the stretch? Um, and look, guys, they, I mean, six or whatever. How many of these guys were on the team to win the championship last year? You minus Steph and, and Wiggins, obviously, but the rest of those guys, they've been there. They were part of that championship run. Um, Kuminga, uh, Dante's been a champion. Obviously, you got Clay, Draymond, Looney. Um, so you've got guys you can lean on. Um, so I'm going to go. I'm gonna stick with seventeen and seven. I, I think they do go on a run. Um, that's the uh, that's the optimist in me. But um, if they can just if they can if they can come out of this non Steph uh, or without Steph part um, with a winning record, uh, sky's the limit. Uh, I don't see why they can't they can't string together some good good few good weeks of basketball. Yeah, so that's the interesting thing on the schedule too. Just to follow up on what you said, uh, they got that game in LA uh, tonight. Probably when people people will be listening to this tomorrow, then you got five straight at home, three on the road, two at home, six on the road, and then a four game homestand to close the season. Um, but you know, assuming, well, like let's just assume that Steph and GP are both back in the lineup against Milwaukee on the eleventh. You got six at home. You got six on the road. The road games too. You got, I mean, you know, Dallas is tough. Uh, Memphis is tough. Clippers are tough, but Clippers and Dallas, those are very important games. And Atlanta is really struggling. Um, and Dallas, I mean, uh, and Houston, they get to play Houston again. We love to see that. They got a couple important games against the Pelicans, too. The Pelicans, since the injuries hit, have really just been, uh, which sucks because I love watching that team play, but they just can't get healthy. Um, so I think the good thing is that like a lot of their more winnable games are on the road. So it at least helps sort of, you know, instill some confidence there. And, you know, then they got some like tougher games at home where they've played so well. Um, I think, you know, injuries aside, like this team still has it in to win, uh, especially with Clay stepping up. Um, he's at, since Steph went down 24 points a game, he's hucking 12 threes a game and making 42% of them. Maybe. Like he's shooting. That's our that's our guy, baby. That's our namesake. Um, I'm gonna go with 14 and 10, uh, a little more conservative than Gotham. I think you know 43 and 39. Like every all things considered, like if you end up four games over 500 at the end of the season, considering all the shit that they've been through from <clears throat> injuries to random absences, uh, players just struggling to get on the court. Rookies, you know, the young guys struggling. Uh, weird trade shenanigans with Portland. Um, they get a couple games against Portland down the stretch too, I believe. So, well, actually just the one which we'll get to soon. But I, I imagine they'll, they'll get up for those games a bit. Uh, they'll be excited to exact a little revenge. Um, but, yeah, I think 14 and 10 is reasonable. Um, and considering the state of the standings, you know, like there's so many teams just – Hovering right about 500, you know, like the Timberwolves have kind of been around there all season. I don't trust the Thunder to get up above it. The Jazz are fading. The Blazers are fading. Lakers have a good roster, but they're five games under, and that's a really tough proposition to get out of. So, and yeah, like, Port, I mean, uh, New Orleans right ahead of them. Uh, they've just been... They've just been falling. I would not be surprised. Another team that has been falling are the Kings. I know they're at the three seed, um, but they've been they've been kind of hitting the rough patch. So the the path to the top six isn't like 
it's it's obviously it depends on how the Warriors play and everything, but that's a lot of other stuff that was going to happen too. There's going to be teams dropping, uh, rising. So if you can stay in that in that mix, which where they've been all season, to be honest. Um, so it's just about getting a little bit ahead. Um, so I, I'm with each other. I think 14 and 10 is is a very very prudent um prediction, but fuck that 17 and 10. Yeah, and it doesn't sound like much, but right now you're you're one game out of the sixth seed and you're also one game from being completely out of the playoffs so if they can pull off like an above 500 record i think they could probably squeak in if not you know if they end up as like the seven seed in the play-in i know how well that went before but you know this team is much better conditioned to win at least one of those two games and secure themselves a series uh i'd feel pretty good about that like, you know, I feel I feel good about their chances of not only getting into the playoffs, but getting themselves into a decent position where you don't have to go face the Nuggets round one and, you know, deal with altitude and the team being fresh. Uh, you know, get yourself a matchup with the Kings or maybe even Memphis. Memphis, again, maybe. baby. Give me Memphis. Mm. What you got, Matt? First of all, yeah, I like that. I like that we've all kind of come to the conclusion that a series of Memphis is – is desired at this point. Uh, that's fantastic because fuck those guys. Uh, but <laughs> here's here's where I'm at, right? Listen, this team's desperate, but they're playing a lot of desperate teams for the last 24 games. And most of the teams that are they're playing that are desperate, most of them, not all of them, are either whole or they're becoming um, more whole than the Warriors are and are getting closer to being healthy than the Warriors are right now. Um I can't say enough. It won't surprise me. If GP2 gets back with like eight games left, I won't be astonished if the Warriors go like seven and one in those games. Like I think he's that important to what they need right now. And I think he's just he's so integral to what they need. But with that being said, the reporting on GP2 coming back has been pretty sketchy. Not in that like it's a season long or playoff um denying injury, but I think it's just really up in the air. Um and so just listen, they had 12 home games left. They had 12 road games left there. We know what the records are in both directions. We know what they are now. They're a 500 team. Um, part of my glass half empty gut wants to say 10 and 14. Um, you know, the more optimistic <laughs> part of me wants to say, wants to say 12 and 12, which is not that optimistic. Um, Vegas has enough 42 and a half. Chuck, you saying 43 was encouraging to me. Um, I can't, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to, 42 seems right to me. So I think 13 and 11, just again, I think they could go on a tiny run when Steph gets back. I just think it's really hard for a team that hasn't been whole in that. Honestly, it's pretty impressive. They've made it, maintained a 500 record without Steph. Like, I think that can't be said enough. Like that's really hard to do. That's not a thing they would have been able to do in previous seasons. Um, they're really bad when Steph plays. And that means credit to Jordan Poole, credit to Draymond Green, especially, the fact that they have been able to maintain 500 and you hope that the fresh legs from the all-star break really help. But I just think it takes a lot to do that. And I think that again, continuing to do that against desperate teams um, has just not been this team this year's strongest suit. So it's, it's for me, it's all about when Steph and GP get back. It's sound, I'm going to lean on the longer side for Steph, which is 10 games or so. Uh, I'm going to lean on um, the, all the, the reporting saying hopefully for the playoffs or hopefully before the playoffs for GB2, meaning probably slightly before the playoffs or probably right around the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go 13-11. Um, it could go either way. 
I think back to the 2020, 2021 season when the Warriors finished 15 and five and people forget that season, even though they were a playing team, I think they started as a seven seed. They were six games above 500. They were 39 and 33, um, which I think would have, I've done the math here before. I think they have 45, 46 win pace for a team that's not nearly as talented as this one is this year. Um, just kind of astonishing stuff. And also, I'm just saying, side note, if the they got to come up with some, like, with some, you know, there has to be some kind of barrier in how many games you've won and how far you are ahead if you're a seven or eight seed. Because if you're eight games ahead of the seven seed or nine games ahead of the seven seed, which was how the Warriors were that year, you shouldn't be playing for, uh, for your playoff life. I don't think. Um, but here we are. Again, I'm saying 13 and 11. I've explained why. Um, with that being said, guys, let's say – Best case scenario, Warriors break into that top six. What has to happen? A lot more, a lot more Jonathan Kuminga, especially if uh, if Wiggins is out for however long. Um, I think getting Wiggins back is going to be huge. Um, but it, it starts on the defense. I, I think we everybody knows, everybody's seen it, heard it. Um, the defensive rating for this team, just the defense that they've been playing, it's non-existent. Um, Draymond said it um, after that Clippers game that it, it's going to take the entire team. And um, it's been weird. I mean, we said it on the last pod. I mean, for the most part, uh, obviously losing GP and, um, you know, Kuminga, but Kuminga taking the step. Like, it's not like this team is as short of defenders. Like, I think they have a solid, um, you know, four or five guys you can really trust um, on the defensive end. I think Jordan Poole has made some strides. Um, Chuck, I know you went, you uh, you kind of covered that in one of our previous episodes, just the uh, on-ball stuff and the off-ball stuff. I think Clay just off-ball off has been a little off, um, no pun intended, but um, I think on-ball has been, he's been decent. So I think it's all, like for the Warriors right now, it, it feels like it's just tying together all these loose ends. Um, the the lack of execution down the stretch, the not able to get consistent stops, force turnovers, get on transition. It's not something that, you know, in years past, you know, they've kind of just done this as as kind of part and parcel of what they do. Um, so it's going to take an extra effort, but like that's why I'm so optimistic about a 17-7. Like you said, 12 road games, 12 home games. That's nine and three at home and eight and four in a in a favorable road road setting. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not crazy. Like it's not, uh, and it, it's, it's weird because I feel like obviously the Warriors are sitting at 500 right now, and it's easy to it's easy to see the standings and and no staff or whatever. But you know this team has put together stretches of of playing well, like they've they've done it. I feel like just watching every game this season, it feels like they've improved from where they were, you know, beginning of the year, um, middle, you know, whatever December time, and and that 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 home stand without staff really started. And once Steph came back uh, the first time. It seemed like they were ready to, to kind of go on a run and everything was starting to come together. So it's again, it's just about just tying up those loose ends. Um, it starts on the defensive end. Um, so I think that, that means a lot more coming. I want to see some Patrick Baldwin. Uh, um, the coaching staff has to get creative um with uh, with these roster spots. Um it's been it's been no secret that, you know, obviously the roster construction, whatever it is. Um, I would like to see him get a get a buyout guy, you know, Stanley Johnson. Uh, I know that um, just that defensive presence would be kind of a good injection into the team, but you know, I, I'm not putting any faith on in the in the Warriors making any buyout moves. So you got to get creative with the guys that you do have on the roster. Um, so I think a, a guy like Patrick Baldwin, you know, he's, he's a six ten dude who can shoot. We've seen the shooting's real. Um, not as bad as a defender as we thought. Um, so you got to get you got to get creative with every single roster spot has to be able to contribute something. 
Um, Jamichael Green has stepped up. So it's it's not necess- it's not as crazy as it sounds about, you know, the Warriors figuring this thing out. Um, it's harder without Steph and, and Wiggins, but um, it's been done and it's not and this team can do it. So I'm not I'm not saying that there's a lot that they've got to do. It's just you got to clean up the small stuff and execute down the stretch. And, you know, if they can do that, that there's then there's really no reason why they should be very much in, in the playoff picture um, by the end. of Yeah, the year. I think the buyout thing is interesting, too, because it feels more and more like, you know, if they didn't make their move already, it's probably not going not to be happen, made. Yeah. But there is some, you know, like, especially in the short term, you know, if they add a guy on like a 10 day deal, especially a guy like Stanley Johnson, who is one heck of a defender. Mm-hmm. Um, he's figured out a bit more things offensively recently. Um, shout out to uh, the Dunker Spot pod because Nikias and Steve really broke down how like he deserves a chance and so many teams have kind of brought him in and he's improved and then they still cut him loose. So, you know, if he's a good playable body you can bring in in the short term, that's great because when we're looking at the next few games, um, just off tomorrow, you know, Iggy, DNP, old, uh, Gary Payton, trade shenanigans, still going to be out. Wiggins, personal reasons. Again, you know, hope everything's okay with him. He'll be in all of our thoughts. And then, obviously, Steph. Uh, Ryan Rollins, too. Not that he's playing anyways. But you got nine available players uh, before you get to the two-way guys. And Lamb only has seven games left. So, assuming that they're going to want to play him, I know, like, lovely. Sign Ty but I'm very happy about that. Um, Ty Jerome, you know, he's got 14, so I think that's that's okay. You know, you can play him for more than half of the games left over, but they're going to be more careful about how they use Lamb, and I think that's even more incentive just to give Patrick Baldwin Jr. some run because you're going to need scoring and rebounding against this L.A. team. You're going to need floor spacing, and he'll bring that for sure. Uh so, yeah, like, looking at these next four, we're going on the road to L.A., then back home for Houston, Minnesota, Portland. Uh, how do we feel about these four? What so do you want to add? Let's, let's, we'll go, we'll go uh, bad news first. Yeah, but shit, man. Uh, that's all I got for you. So, um, I want to backtrack. I like what Gotham said about uh, coming and getting more minutes. I just my, – my need for what needs to happen for the Warriors to do this – I mean, first of all, they just gotta they gotta close games better. Um, they gotta play be better on defense straight up. They gotta be just a smarter basketball team than they've been all year. They can. We've seen it in the last two years. We haven't seen it this year. Um, but kind of tied to that, I want to see. Listen, also, I'm gonna be very clear. I'm not like I'm not gonna criticize Steve Kerr's like X's and O's coaching. I've got no grounds to do that. Um, but I want to see Kerr kind of roll with the guys who are playing well in a game. I also want to see him, funny enough, we're talking about defense. I'd kind of like to see him close games, kind of heavier defensive lineups than offensive lineups um, for the next little bit. Just while Jordan Poole is their primary offensive creator, I'd love to see him close with, you know, Dante, Clay, Wiggins, Kaminga, Draymond, or, you know, Clay is not – Chuck, you said it last week, right? If, If Clay doesn't have it rolling, you know, Go with Kamingo over him. Go with DiVincenzo over him. It's fine. Again, Clay's been fantastic of late. I don't want to say, like, that's not – he's not the focus of what I'm trying to say right now. I'm just trying to say roll with the guys who are good in the night and not the guys that, you know, politically speaking, should be in the game. Because um, I think rolling with guys like Kamingo at the end, it's not just potentially really helpful now, 
that's that's somebody in the playoffs who gets the free throw line. That's somebody in the playoffs who attacks the basket. That's somebody in the playoffs who not only can, but enjoys attacking mismatches in the post, right? Um, so rolling with more Kaminga throughout the game, at the end of a game, rolling with guys who have it going, um, trusting maybe DiVincenzo a little more with the ball at the end of a game than um, the seventh man, Jordan Poole. Just kidding. Love Jordan Poole. Um, but <laughs> that's probably all I would say. But, Chuck, you asked over the next few games how I feel about those. Well, again, I asked you guys earlier how, how confident you feel about the Warriors beating the Rockets. I'm not even there. I'm sorry, man. I, I don't look at that game as a must win. I look at that game as, like, as a glass of whiskey on the rocks to get me through the fourth quarter, man. That's how I see that one, okay? So <laughs> – I just want to be that's if they win, I'll be thrilled. My confidence in them winning that game is at best a five, at worst a three. Um I just don't know. Let's see, four games. That puts us at the Clipper. I puts us at uh Blazers next Tuesday. If they go two and two, I'm not gonna lie, I'll be ecstatic. Um, I think that's fine. Right. Again, if I I cannot say enough, this team being a five hundred ball club without Steph Curry, when previously they have been an absolute circus in those in those spans is impressive. So I'm going to say two and two. That's me being, I'm at what feels like a naively optimistic to be honest. So I'm rolling with two and two, but Chuck, what do you think? Well, Hey, I'm right there with you. Uh, way I look at it is, you know, if these teams were healthy, I still think they're better. Like if the Warriors are healthy, I think they're better than all these four teams, but they're not. Um, they will be underdogs at LA and they should be underdogs against Minnesota. Um, I get the feeling that they're going to win one of those they shouldn't and lose one of those that they should. And with the other two, I mean, you should beat Houston. Um, with the way Portland's shaping up, you know, even though Damian Lillard's playing super well, like, you know, they traded away a bunch of guys. Um, they're not going to be forcing GP2 out there anymore. Uh, Anthony Simons is a little banged up. They don't have Josh Hart. So... You should be able to win both of those games. And as we know with this Warriors team this year, uh, should does not equal do. So uh, I still think two and two. I think they're going to win a game they shouldn't and lose a game they shouldn't and find themselves back at 500 after those four. I'm going three and one, man, as as I should. Um, no, I, I, I genuinely believe that this team is going to is going to finally turn a corner. Um, I, I don't want to understate how important this all-star break was. Um, just getting getting some time off. Um, a lot of these guys, like you said, man, holding down the floor without Steph and Wiggins uh, is hard. Um, and to be a 500 ball club, to get to that uh, finish line at 500, um, just it's – I feel like the team will come out re-energized. Um, I don't want to – I don't know which one they'll lose. I, I'm kind of leaning towards the LA game, to be honest. Um, but those three home games, Houston, Minnesota, and Portland, like there's that Minnesota game, the Warriors tripped away on the road. Portland, too, they they couldn't uh, execute down the stretch, beat Portland at home. And Houston, like, I, I look, I'm I'm sorry. I, my confidence is oh, at like an eight to win that one at least. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I think it, it is time. Like, if, if there's ever a time for this team to, to turn a corner and, and figure this shit out, it's now. Um, so... If they don't go three and one, um, again, like you just want to buy as much as much uh, grace period as you can um, with Steph out, and to for these first four games to to be the way they are, you got three at home, um, an LA team that again has also been uh, up and down. Um, granted, they have a completely new roster, um, very very uh, well built team to be honest. Like that Lakers squad is no joke. Um, but again, like if you can, if they can come out and beat that LA team, um, that puts them whatever six games under 
the 10th seed or whatever, um, or whatever the, I don't know what the standings are right now, but the LA, so you can really like knock out uh, LA. Um, they dropped that game at home um, against that very same LA team. And it was close. It was a close one. So I'm not, yeah, uh, yeah, three and one, uh, but it's it's more so just because I believe this team is gonna is gonna uh, turn that corner. Um, it's just on the edges, and you know they've had nine days to figure it out. So if there's ever a time for this team to to become that playoff championship team that we know they are. Um, it's gonna come down to you know how this stretch starts, and I think they get off to a good start. So uh, yeah, my, my, go ahead, Chuck. Yeah, with LA just on the standings, uh, they're two games back at the ten seed. Uh, and they got to climb over OKC, Utah, and Portland. So, if so that's you what, take like, even one loss, one bad, like they the pressure was on them. So like the the losses for them again are one of those like two time multipliers things. Like they lose to a Western Conference team, puts them back even further. So I think you know obviously LeBron came out and said you know whatever the next twenty three games are the most important of my life. Um, La media killing it. Uh, <laughs> the dude's been at ten straight finals. It is what it is, but. Like you, you have the opportunity there. Um, so yeah, I think they, they obviously, I think they drop one of those. Um, I'm not going to say which one, um, but one of those is going to be now maybe the LA game for all for, for prediction purposes, but um, three and one, man, um, let's, let's, it's time to get the season back on track. Let's, 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 let's do it. It's, it's time. So I think in a cruel twist of fate, my guess is Gotham ends up being right here and the game they lose is to the Houston Rockets. That's my I, guess. I would my, uh, that's what, if, if Gotham is right, that's, that's my guess out. as to how it goes. If that's how it plays out, man, I ain't even going mad. I'm not even gonna be mad at losing that one. Three and one. Yeah. I'm not three and yeah, one. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, also want to point out LeBron did hurt his hands on in the oh, All-Star right. game awesome. on Sunday. Don't know how serious it was. He seemed to be in good spirits kind of uh, around that time. So hopefully nothing. Um hopefully he can be on the court for these 23 most important games of his life. Uh age 38, <laughs> who knows? But uh, yeah, I think that's that's fair, Gotham. I love it, man. The optimism is always it's always appreciated, man. I I even feel lighter. I know I've been like Eeyore this whole time today, but um, <laughs> I feel I feel pretty good leaving the pod, guys. But Gotham, I'm gonna take your role real quick. What are we plugging today? What's going on, Chuck? Gotham, what's going on, guys? Well, we got the season back in swing as of tomorrow. Uh, we'll definitely have some words out at this time next week uh, based on the developments over these next few games. Trying to you know game out what the rest of the season looks like, break down some scenarios, you know, the most most important games and all that good stuff. Uh, but beyond that, you can always catch me at Coypeast11 on Twitter, on the Bird site, um, and that's about it. Hey, man, check out, uh, check out Switch Theory, check out Chuck Stuff, check out GSW Fast Break for Matt's uh, post-game reactions. Um, check out Game Play. That's all I got, man. Just keep, yeah. we'll keep following us. Um excited to pump out the content for you guys this this last half of the season or last stretch of the season is going to be it's gonna be good man uh we're gonna have a lot of ups and maybe some downs but at the end of the day uh we're still gonna hoist that fifth one and i have full confidence in that that's my shadow <laughs> okay guys never in doubt matt anything anything on the on the horizon I know I keep, I, I'm like a, I am the dead horse. Um, I actually am recapping that Rockets game uh, Saturday night. So, or Friday night, actually. So it'll be up Saturday. So um, if you notice that the, the words are uh, written as if by a dyslexic person, it's because the whiskey thing happened and mm-hmm. the Warriors lost. So uh, check that out on Saturday morning, most likely. But other than that, no, guys, keep reading Chuck. Keep uh, following Gotham. Keep following the podcast. We appreciate uh, the increased engagement and all that, guys. So keep it up. 
Hey, man, thank you guys. Matt's going to be deep in the writer juice, baby. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. Hey, man, shout out to all you guys for listening. Um, And until the next episode, peace.